There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. How's it going, everyone? It's Friday, September 16th. I'm Zachary Crockett here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about probably one of the most badass moves in modern business history. Yvonne Chouinard, the 83-year-old founder of Patagonia, has decided to essentially donate his entire $3 billion company to charity. Juliet's got that story. But before we get into that, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the business and tech world. President Biden announced a tentative agreement between rail companies and unions, avoiding a strike that would have cost the U.S. economy $2 billion per day. That deal reportedly includes a 24% wage increase through 2024 and less punitive medical leave and attendance policies. Adobe is all set to acquire Figma, a cloud-based design software company that allows for real-time collaboration. That deal is reportedly worth $20 billion. Figma's annual recurring revenue is about $400 million, so Adobe's paying a 50x premium for that company. Kanye West has broken up with Gap. The music artist claims that the retailer breached their agreement by failing to open promised stores. And Gap can still sell current Yeezy Gap items, but West says that he is going to focus on opening his own Yeezy stores moving forward. The state of California is suing Amazon. A little background here. For years, Amazon has been doing this thing where they prohibit their sellers from selling their items at a cheaper price on other sites or on their own websites. That hurts sellers, but it also makes stuff more expensive for us, people who buy stuff on the internet. So California is hoping to put a stop to that practice. And lastly, Walmart has a new feature that lets customers virtually try on clothes. All you have to do is upload a photo of yourself and you can see how those clothes look on your body. The only problem is that you have to upload a photo of yourself basically in your underwear to a multinational corporation. So we'll let you guys make that call. (laughs) All right, Juliet, this is something you don't see every day, a rare act of corporate benevolence. Yeah, everyone, at least as far as I know, is talking about how the founder of Patagonia, Yvonne Trenard, basically decided to give away his whole $3 billion company. It's kind of an interesting move. Mm-hmm. So basically, 2% of the company, the family's voting shares is going to trust, which is going to be overseen by the family and their advisors and basically make company decisions. But the other 98% is going to the Holdfast Collective. That's a nonprofit that will distribute all profits, which is about $100 million a year annually wow. to various environmental causes that could include protecting undeveloped land. And that could include lobbying, political efforts. Patagonia has done some stuff like that in the past. They actually sued the Trump administration over its plans to cut a Utah national monument by 85%. So Hmm. all of this stuff that like has always been super important to Patagonia and to the Schoenard family, that is what all the profits are going to do now. They're not going to go to the family. They're going to go out into the world. Wow. Okay. So 2% of the voting shares goes to the family, 98% Hmm. to environmental causes. This is kind of par for the course for Schwinard, right? He's not your typical businessman. No. And, you know, I didn't know a whole lot about him, to be honest, for a, a while. But just reading about him, he's super fascinating. He's this guy that, like, seemingly just liked to really be outside, was always rock climbing, surfing, yeah. 
started a falconry club, which is pretty cool. At one point, lived out of his car, selling climbing gear that he had blacksmith himself. It's funny, when I typed Srinard's name into Getty for an mm-hmm. image for our email tomorrow, half the pictures were just like badass photos of him scaling the sides of like vertical cliffs and stuff. Usually when you Google a CEO, you see pictures in suits, but this guy is a, a different breed for sure. Mm-hmm. What was the backstory? Like, how did he go from living in his car rock climbing to finding Patagonia, one of the biggest outdoors brands in the world. So he founded Patagonia in 73. His hiking gear company was actually pretty successful. Okay. And then with Patagonia, he bought a rugby shirt in the UK. Everything about it was good for what he was trying to do. And then other people were like, hey, where'd you get that shirt? And so he was selling people rugby shirts. And it was kind of this process of Mm. like, okay, this material isn't exactly what I want. But what if I had something more like this? Hmm. Very cool. (laughs) So he started wearing rugby shirts just for climbing and went through this long process of finding the right materials and Mm kind of just uh, launching the company we see today. So Patagonia is obviously huge today. You mentioned, I think, a $3 billion a year company that make $100 million in profits annually. They are able to do this in a way that is pretty good for its employees, its shareholders. They seem to kind of satisfy all parties without making any huge moral compromises like other corporations might. Yeah, it was interesting to see the way that it's evolved over the years. So I was really interested to find out that they have been offering on-site childcare since 1983. Hmm. And the company has said, you know, yeah, it costs them a million dollars a year, but it actually pays for itself. They get a tax deduction for it for one thing. So it kind of pays for itself, I guess, because it retains employees. They want to stay there, women who have Hmm. children, 100% of them according to the company, come back. You know, they don't feel like, oh, I need to make a choice between being a mom and having a career, which is a burden that is often very unfairly placed on women. Sure. Because, you know, they know like, oh, I can bring my kid to work and I can put them over here and they're going to have a great time. They're going to be out in nature and I can go have lunch with them. And so like, I think a lot of companies and a lot of founders sometimes don't realize that if all you care about is money, you actually start losing money in other ways. Hmm. You have employees who aren't as engaged or who tend to leave and you have to spend a lot of money to replace them. You have people who could be super productive and they're not because you don't empower them to be so. I was just reading another article this morning about something at Amazon that employees call frupidity, (laughs) which is where they're frugal to the point of being stupid. (laughs) Okay. Frugal and stupidity. Got it. Yeah. There's this whole, I guess, email chain that was uncovered by uh, Insider, which is just yeah. people who went from Amazon to Google talking about how much better it is to be at Google. Wow. And they were just talking about stuff like at one point, Amazon had cereal in a break room that employees could eat for breakfast. And then they were like, mm, we don't really want to pay for cereal anymore. So you guys should take up a donation so that you can have cereal. Jeez. And it's just like the simple perks a good company gives you they're actually kind of worth a lot. And with Patagonia, it's like, yeah, they encourage you to go outside instead of just sitting at your desk all day. They take care of your children. They'll do all of these things to make sure you're having a good time. They have a healthy cafe. They have a lot of vegetarian options, which I mean, I suppose is obvious because the whole nature thing. That just seems really good, especially when you look at the news and you're like, oh, railroad workers are threatening to strike. It's going to cost the country $2 billion a day if that happens. And what do they want? They want to be able to take a day off and not be penalized for it. Yeah. And we should say, I mean, Amazon has a market cap of over a trillion dollars. Its founder, Jeff Bezos, is one of the two richest people in the world. So 
Patagonia comes nowhere close to that scale and they're still able to do it and treat their employees well, give them perks. 100% retention rate post-maternity leave is pretty damn good. So yeah, yeah, today's tech companies can probably take a few lessons away from a, a company like Patagonia. Yeah, it's interesting, especially when you have someone like Bill Gates who says, you know, I want to give all my money away and I don't want to be on the world's richest people list anymore. And it's like, all right, you're a move, Gates. <laughs> right. So what is Schwinard's hope for the future in giving this away? Is he hoping to kind of set a new paradigm in business? Yeah. So he told the New York Times that he hopes this will influence a new form of capitalism that doesn't end up with a few rich people and a bunch of poor people. (laughs) Because he said, we are going to give away the maximum amount of money to people who are actively working on saving this planet. I did think that was pretty cool because I think... That's important. You know, if you're like, I'm going to make a bunch of money at any cost and I don't care what happens. And it's like, okay, well, are you going to destroy the planet so that your children's children don't have a place to live? I mean, I guess if you plan to blast off and colonize Mars, maybe you don't care, but. (laughs) Very true. Yeah. If you don't have space ambitions, it's probably easier to do this. Yeah. He just seems like a really cool guy that maybe I would want to hang out with. (laughs) It's funny too, because like, you know, you brought up Amazon, like Bezos, Musk, you have this one contingency of founders who is almost in a way given up on earth. Mm -hmm. They are setting their sights on a new frontier way off in the future. And their response to climate change and all these catastrophic things happening on earth is just to escape. It's escapism. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you have a guy like Schwinard dedicating his fortune to actually making the world better. I don't know. It's an interesting uh, contrast for sure. It's not like he gave away literally all his money and he's going to go back to living out of his car and eating cat food, which is apparently something he did at one point. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently at one point he was so poor, he bought a couple of cans of cat food. I was reading on the Patagonia history. Wow. Okay. That's not what he's going back to. You know, he and his wife and his two adult children who did not want to inherit the company, they kind of have the same values as their dad. Hmm. They're all going to have a comfortable life. It's not like they gave away literally everything, but they decided they just didn't need a huge fortune and they would rather spend it on preserving the earth, kind of the foundation of their company. If there wasn't nature, there would be no reason to have these clothes. Sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage over in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go and get yourself signed up over at thehustle.co. All right. We'll catch you all next week.